Hello everybody, this is WDW Happy Hour coming to you from the beautiful hotel room we're sitting in in Anaheim, California. Cortana Inn and Suites. Cortana, I didn't want anyone to stalk us because we are posing this live, but oh, they can't true. find us. It's, it's okay. Um, I'm sitting around the table with uh, Rob and Scott. Hi. Hello. And we just did our first D23 day, so we wanted to get our content out to you as soon as possible so we could really share everything we did today. Which wasn't much. <laughs> Which was not much. I, not, I was, through, not through any fault. Do you want to air grievances yes, first? Yeah, just you know, get that out of I the was, way. I was just telling Rob earlier, I hate that Like, if you look at my Twitter, I'm very inactive, and every time I am active, I'm bitching about something. Like... That makes me feel shitty. I like to balance the karma. So let's just limit this to a five-minute all-out complaint fest about the line management at D23. <laughs> so uh, starting now. Rob, you go ahead. It's, it's just... They find... So this is my third expo. And it's they just find new ways of screwing this up. Like... I don't understand how it, it it is so difficult for them to like. This is they know how to control crowds. They do it in the parks every single day of the year. So like for them not to know how to man. And I understand there's the the confusion of they're not all Disney cast members and you're dealing with the convention center staff. But like, come on, like this is. This is insane. So I, I don't know if you want to go into the details. I'll, I'll just add on that and say, you come to this event expecting a level of mismanagement, and they manage to surprise <laughs> you, even with that expectation of, like, I know I'm going to be in a situation where it feels like there's no escape, but there you are again. Yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it was a rough morning. So this morning was the Legends panel was the big panel this morning, and then the Disney Plus panel was the panel this afternoon. Um, all of us had reservations for Disney Plus, so we were kind of just, like, seeing what time we woke up. Like, we didn't have really specific plans. I woke up really early and got in line for Legends, what I thought was the line for Legends. They had two, they had two lines going simultaneously in different holding areas, they put everybody together with the reservations, with the standby, with the gold members. And I have a, I have a gold, I'm a gold member. I always think of Austin Powers when I say that. <laughs> I love gold. gold. Um, but like, you know, I was talking to a friend who was in the other line and he said that they were handing out wristbands to the gold people in line. Well, we didn't even have that option. Like, it, it was insanity. It was insanity. No one knew what was going on. Never in my life have I waited four, five hours for something. It was four hours, I guess, I waited for it and not gotten in. Like, that is a mathematical, like, atrocity as far as conventions go. Like, never, it, Comic-Con, never have I waited that long for something. And I've, I've been to a ton of conventions uh comic-con and most notably d23 and comic-con and this was unreal no one knew what was going on it was it was terrible so a word of advice if you're coming in the next few days just make sure you maybe ask a few people um because we were getting our information from someone who obviously did not know the like the different categories of line waiting so yeah it was horrible and i was uh, i was about to she hulk out um, and 
we kind of walked the floor a little bit, and then I was like, I need to go back to the room and sleep because I'm going to murder someone if I don't. And then uh, we had Disney Plus this afternoon, so let's... For as bad as the, the it was for Legends, this getting into Disney Plus was the complete opposite. Yeah, it was I mean, a really... Was, they, they had it together this afternoon, yeah. and, and the programming of Disney Plus itself was really awesome as well, so... Let's talk about the rest of our day. We'll we'll close the book on complaining about the lines. It is awful, uh, but we'll we'll just leave it at that. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so, do you guys want to talk about anything we saw on the floor today? I know Disney Plus is kind of our main event for this episode, but what do you want to talk uh, about I, anything? I think we'd be jumping the gun because we'll have parks on Sunday, the parks panel. But they had a quite a big. Sorry, as I'm. We're drinking Getting, beers. Yes. <laughs> um, the the parks pavilion is that what they're what is, yeah, are the they parks, pavilions? What are pavilions. those? Where they had the Epcot? Yeah. So they had a tremendous amount of Epcot material uh, yeah. available to view. Some really cool attraction posters. If you search for it on Twitter, you'll find find it. Um, so. I don't think we need to cover anything because Sunday we'll probably cover that. I would assume. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we we get the impression the big the big news is we're getting two new things in Epcot that will be revealed on Sunday, and I think Brazil is nearly in the Moana. In, in, and oh yeah, and that that was announced the Moana maze. Yeah, people are very <laughs> confused if you read Twitter. Maze. Very very confused. All right. So and then we also we also did the. Marvel, what's it called? Marvel Campus. Is that what it's called? Avengers Campus. Marvel Campus. Avengers Campus um, that kind of had the layout for what that's going to look like here in DCA. And um, they did have a designation for something in Florida. It was not a Marvel. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah, but you know what that is? I think that's the Guardians ride. You think that's all it is? I meant, I took a picture of the word and I wanted to go back and look it up because it's some like planet. Right. Like the Gamor- it was not Gamorian, but like Gamorian Outpost or something. And I yeah. have a feeling that's the Guardian's ride. I, yeah, I, think, I, would, I, would. I, I nearly, I meant to research that, but I think that has to be it. And there's also a one in the middle of the sea. Do you think that has to be a cruise? Yeah. That's probably where Castaway Key is. Or just a cruise ship that's going to be Marvel themed. Okay. I think that's my, my guess for that. Yeah. Um, so. All right, yeah, so that, that was, I mean, there were, that was interesting, and we were trying to really, like, decipher the artwork. I think we were probably, like, trying to figure out the one attraction that we couldn't figure out, and I know if Matt was here, he'd be like, oh, of course, that's so-and-so, yeah, that's that, that's the symbol for that, and, <laughs> like, they have the Spider-Man attraction, clearly Spider-Man's on top of the building, and they have the Ant-Man Brewery, which you can tell is the Ant-Man Brewery, because <laughs> it says Pym Industries on top of it, but... Yeah, there was one thing we didn't know what it was. I'm sure it's been announced, and we just look stupid. It's right. fine. <laughs> um, okay, so let's uh, let's talk Disney Plus. Sure. Uh, so we did the Disney Plus panel. Um, we kind of thought this would be a biggie that they would pull out all the stops for this. It was hosted by uh, Yvette Nicole Brown, who does a lot of the hosting on AMC, and um, she's in Community most notably. Um, so, do you want to just do a rundown of everything, and then we'll give our impressions, So we'll just do, like, a quick, like... Okay. 
Oh, uh, so they you, you take this. Okay, so they they started off with High School Musical, the musical, the series. Yep, I said that right. Um, they brought out the cast who performed a few like a montage, and they had a marching band and cheerleaders. It was a little confusing. That's how they started. Uh, then Yvette Nicole Brown came out. Um, and then the guy who's in charge of, uh, his name's Kevin Mayer, he's in charge of the digital content for Disney, yeah. so he's basically the guy in charge of Disney+. Plus. He announced that the entire Pixar and all Disney animated features from the vault will be on there, and then we saw a sizzle reel of everything that, it's like a trailer for Disney+. Plus. Um, then they announced a Phineas and Ferb the movie. Um, which looks really good. Uh, I, uh, I should not insert my own opinion into this. I'm just going to say it's called uh, Phineas and Ferb, the movie Candace Against the Universe. And then they announced Lizzie McGuire, um, a current time series starring Hilary Duff. Um, and they brought the Duffster out herself. <laughs> um, and then they came back to High School Musical and talked about and Rob was saying nice to me. He was like, "This is like Inception. It's about the high school. The high school musical took place, and then that high school is putting on the high school musical musical, yes. and then they're being filmed." And I almost got like an Office vibe from it. Like it's supposed to be like kind of like a fourth wall, like a mockumentary. I got yeah. like I kind of got that impression. Yeah. Um. All right. Um, then there is a series called Forky Asks a Question, starring Tony Hale as Forky. Uh, I, I don't know if it... I thought they described it as a series oh, of shorts. Sheer, series of shorts. You're right. Because yeah. we got to see one. They showed us um, one starring... Uh, it, it, John it was Ratzenberger. About, yeah, it was John Ratzenberger, Ham and Forky, and they talk about money. It was... Uh, are we waiting? Yeah, let, let's wait. And then okay. we'll, we'll go back and kind of talk about our impressions. And then there's a series, a uh, TV series called Monsters at Work. It's so funny. I we, we literally just left there, and I'm like, I forgot that I saw this. <laughs> um, and they gave us a lot of information. Monsters at Work, um, and they brought out Ben Feldman, who's been in... Um, he Superstore. Superstore. He's in Mad Men. I love him. And Aisha Tyler. Of um, Archer. Of Archer. Yeah. She's outstanding. Yes, I love her. Uh, and they talked about that. And then uh, Kevin Feige came out to talk about Marvel Studios. And this is where I think we got the most meat. Uh, I think Marvel was on stage probably the longest of, yeah. All, oh, of, yeah, of all of them. Um, so then they talked about that What If series where it's taking the Marvel canon and taking like the Avengers stories and changing one element of them to uh, like totally derail the the original canon um and the one that they really uh highlighted we got to see a lot of footage from was one where oh my gosh i'm gonna butcher this and be so embarrassing to all of our marvel fans out there yeah so it's agent carter and she gets in like the machine that made captain america captain america Mm -hmm. and so she becomes Captain Britain. Captain Britain. Yeah, she becomes a super soldier. I assume they called her Captain Carter. They mentioned that. Oh, yeah, they did call her Captain Carter. But she's got the shield, and it has, like, the Union Jack on it. Um, And they brought out Haley Atwell, and she's very charming and pretty. So she was was great. Um, And then they talked about a Loki series that they didn't really give too much information. Tom Hiddleston recorded a little thing, um, and Kevin Feige was like, we'd like to bring out... 
and everyone's freaking out. And he's like, the writers! And they were, like, literally booing the writers. It was so sad. I felt bad for those guys. Uh, so It was only the setup that really... Yeah, <laughs> Kevin Feige did not know how to introduce people. Because you should have said, like, we're bringing out blank. Like, instead of, like, it pleases me to bring out! And, like, made it, like, a reveal <laughs> yeah, it, of someone just, you didn't or know. Or just say, the writers are, and they're here today. Like, mm-hmm. don't... <laughs> it was a weird setup. It was a very weird setup. Um, and it happened like ten times. <laughs> Every time they brought out a writer, d- director, or producer, like people were upset. Um, and then after that, they talked about the Falcon and Winter Soldier series, right? Mm-hmm. This is a show. Um, that was like where I kept getting things mixed up. It's like, is this a sh- show? Is it a movie? This one's a show. Um, and it's... Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan so they brought out Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan and they were great to look at I don't think Sebastian Stan said anything didn't he just go like woo like he just that might have been it he just wooed he had a microphone but I don't think he used it nope (laughs) Um, and boy am I glad I saw Endgame this week just just putting that out there Rob still hasn't seen it so we won't say anything um then they talked about WandaVision, which is the show starring, uh, what's her name? The Witch, what, Scarlet Witch? Uh, yeah, Scar- Scarlet Witch and Vision. And so they brought out Paul Bettany, uh, he called her Lizzie Olsen, which that's what I wrote down in my notes here. Lizzie Olsen, you know. Um, and then they announced a few other people that are going to be in this series. They showed us a very strange trailer. <laughs> very strange. Very strange. But it was very intriguing. So when they walked out, it was kind of a um, like a poppy 50s sitcom music that they walked out to. And Kevin Feige made a comment and was like, oh, that was weird music he just came out to. And the writers were like, yeah, we always walk out to that music. Anyway. They um, describe this as a sitcom set. Yeah, it's half, it's half sitcom, half like action Marvel movie. Yeah. And they spliced clips from the Dick Van Dyke show in between all of these, like, scenes of Wanda and Vision at home. And it was like, they're making dinner, like, kissing, and then, like, it was, like, Dick Van Dyke show with Mary Tyler Moore and Dick Van Dyke, like, talking about going on vacation. Very strange, but really interesting. So then they brought out some more people that is a really, I think... Uh, cool thing that they're doing with adding like other franchises, not franchises, but other movies into the Wanda and Vision world. Um, so they announced that they're bringing out Kat Dennings, who, if you remember, she is from the Thor, uh, Thor, the Dark World, and Thor. What's the second one? What is Ragnarok? No, she she's not in Ragnarok. The Dark Rock was. What's the number one then? Thor. God of Thunder, is that what it's called? Yeah, or just Thor. Is it it's Thor? Thor? Straight up Thor. Um, so <laughs> she's like Natalie Portman's friend in that movie. She's one of the two broke girls. Um, and then they brought out Randall Parks, who, oh, what a legend, uh, from Ant-Man and the Wasp. And then they also brought out Katherine Hahn, who is new to the Marvel MCU, uh, or the, yeah, the Marvel Universe, and she's going to be playing what they call the nosy neighbor, because every sitcom needs one. Then, like, it got dark, and they put up the timeline of the Marvel films, and then they announced three new titles coming exclusively to Disney+, and those are Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk. And people went 
friggin' bananas for these. <laughs> it was insane. I don't know anything about any of those titles, but I know that people were going absolutely friggin' nuts for this. So It did sound like they were, to put it lightly, diversity picks. Did you, Absolutely. Did you catch that? Absolutely. It was like that? Pakistani and then... Pakistani American from New Jersey or something. Yeah. Like that was Miss Marvel. Something about a, a guy in Egypt. Yeah, it yes. was Egypt. For Moon, Moon, Moon Knight. Knight. Moon Knight. And, and then, then the third one, She-Hulk. she was a... I mean, it's a female lawyer. It's yeah. another woman superhero. Yeah. Um, I felt like they put a real... There was a real moment that I was like, this is very clearly all women, and I forget what part it was, but we saw something and I was like, oh, this is, like, very well diversified. Anyway, people went crazy for that. And then they talked about... That was the end of the Marvel presentation, and then they talked about the One Day at Disney documentary, which... They're making a big deal out of that this. That was the secret, secret company project. Yes, which is real pathetic, if you ask me. Um, so they showed some clips off that, and they made it seem like, oh, we're going off script, going to do this. Um, and then they brought out the ultimate zaddy, Jeff Goldblum, to <laughs> talk about the world according to Jeff Goldblum. Uh, we'll come back to this, because that was a highlight for me, for sure. Um, Then they brought out Kristen Bell, and she talked about a show called Encore, which I want to be on, and (laughs) it's about people who were in musical theater in high school, and then they reunite the casts of these shows to put on the shows, and it kind of, to me, like if I were describing this to someone, it seems like a queer eye for musical theater. Like, like I get the impression that it's like people whose, like, lives have kind of, like, there was, like, a guy who was paraplegic and, you know, who... So it just, it seems like a very heartwarming show, and I love musical theater, so it looks great. Then there was Stargirl, which is a movie star... That was, I think... Oh, boy, we'll come back to this. Um... A girl who won America's Got Talent. I didn't write either of these names down because I didn't. Grace something, I yeah, think it was. Yeah, she played Vander the Eagle. Wall. Yeah, Grace Vanderwall. Yep. Um, so they showed us a... Was that a clip or was that a trailer? What did we see? It was both. Okay. We saw a little something from that. They gave us a clip and I think they played a trailer as well. And then um, next up was Timmy Failure, Mistakes Were Made. Um, this looks really funny. It's about a little boy who has like an imaginary pet polar bear but he's like really funny and sarcastic and I was actually like if I were home on like a Sunday I would 100% watch yeah, this yeah. like it, 100% you know what I thought about that show it, it reminded me of like a young Sheldon for people who didn't want to watch The Big Bang okay I think that's a movie though right is that a it movie it is a movie okay yeah. yeah that's where that's where I got the most mistakes on this list is I don't know what's a movie and what's a show <laughs> Um, and then we got to see the official trailer for Lady and the Tramp. Um, we got, like, a full cast and looks pretty interesting. We got Sam Elliott as, like, the hound dog. We got Janelle Monet playing Peg, and she's doing a, her own version of He's a Tramp, which sounds really cool. Um, and they brought the dogs out. That yeah. was cute. Yeah. People were going nuts for those dogs, too. <laughs> then there was a... Why did they always have to do movies like this? I mean, they have to make money, but... That Togo uh, about the Huskies and Willem Dafoe's in it, and it just looks like it's just going to be such a bomb, but whatever. <laughs> um, then they talked about it, uh, a movie called Noel, and it's about Santa's daughter, played by Anna Kendrick, and Santa's son, played by Bill Hader. Um, and they brought out Anna Kendrick and Billy Eichner, who plays their cousin. So 
that was very cool. Then they talked about Muppets Now. We really don't have much information on Muppets Now. It's a an unscripted Muppets project. That's what they said. All right. And they were very heavy-handed in the way that they said they were making out the point that they couldn't tell you anything. Like, yeah. That was the whole stick. Yeah. yeah. And that's going to come out in 2020, so that does not come out with the release of the service. Then we saw a clip from a show called yeah. Diary of a Female President, starring uh, Gina Rodriguez, who's like, it looks like a coming of age, like there's a young version of her, and then she ends up becoming the a female president of the United States. Oh, that's where they had a lot of the female thing. Yeah. Because they said most of the crew uh, yes, was female. female or minority. I feel like there was one part though like a sizzle reel it might have been the first sizzle reel we saw that i was like oh my god it was like brave moana like it was just like thing after thing of woman 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 that i was like wow that is very (laughs) very heavy-handed um and then they brought out kathleen kennedy uh for lucas films and they talked about how the clone wars are back that's, that's that's what I got. Series. That's we got a series, um, and then they talked about the Mandalorian, and they brought out uh, John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Man, John Favreau is just so charming. Like he's just very engaging, and I don't think I like him, but like I just like hearing him talk. Like he's got just a good presence. Um, so they, and then they brought out the cast of the Mandalorian, yes. which was like, whew, huh. God, Pedro Pascal. Did you jot down uh, oh. the untitled Cassie at Andor series? No, I didn't. With Alan I, Tudyk? Yeah, okay, that was like the best part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a Cassie and Andor series with Alan Tudyk and, um, what's his name, Diego Luna. And um, that that they just kind of brought that out. They didn't show anything from that. We just got to Not see this. They wouldn't even yeah. say the series title. Yeah, and they weren't. They haven't even started filming it because they said we haven't been together and we're gonna go to London soon. Like filming's in London, so that was very. We just saw like pictures from their characters as Rogue One, and we know it's a, a prequel, obviously, if you've seen Rogue One, um, and that they'll be younger, I guess. <laughs> um, that's how prequels work, Catherine. Um, and then, so we talked about The Mandalorian, and we did get to see a trailer of that, and I said to Scott, I felt very, like, Game of thrones yeah. Like, the, the trailer felt very Game of Thrones. Uh, and then, to end it all, I guess the big, uh, the big finale was they brought out Ewan McGregor, who did confirm that he will be playing Obi-Wan. People lost serious. their minds. People... <laughs> Lost. I gave their, a standing ovation yes. for that because I was waiting for it. Yeah, yeah, that's a. Uh, I expected more out of Star Wars, like the Lucasfilm presentation. I felt well, like you're still waiting for the. Um, is it Weiss and Vinoff? They're doing a series, the Game of Thrones guys. Mm-hmm. I thought for sure they would have an announcement about that, but no. And there's also talk of another trilogy after the current sequel trilogy and they didn't make an announcement about that but th- this was Disney Plus right so, so they're, they're still filmed that, yeah I mean I think they may bring that up in the films rather than Disney Plus right um, so let's well let's talk about it we're here to express our opinion so why don't we do everybody's 
We'll start with the low light and then we can do the highlight. What was everybody's low light? What was like the thing that you were like, I do not care about this at all and this is a crappy presentation or one or the other? I'll, I'll go first. Yeah. I was so annoyed that they started off with the big high school musical blowout. Like, I yeah. do not care about high school musical. I never saw it. Don't, it never factored into my life. And when that, when they, they made like a Coco like presentation for that, and I was like, oh man, this is your big. Yeah. So I was kind of like started off on a low note. For it me. was weird because like then they were like, you'll hear more from those guys later, and I was like, oh really? They're coming back. Like, <laughs> That's exactly what yeah. I thought. I was like, oh, I thought that was all I'd have to hear about it. <laughs> yeah, I would say that and the Star. Star Girl, Girl Star. yes, yes. I, I gave it a big. <laughs> that was like, so um, bad. And those poor <laughs> actors, I know they're underage. I am assuming, um, but they did not have any stage presence. Like they, they just kept on saying the like be yourself and like a million went, times, and then she was like, "But don't." This isn't about like being yourself. And I'm like, "Wait, what the hell?" Is, you, you yeah, and I, know, I was like, like, "Wait, you just talked about that for two minutes, and now you're saying that's not what it is." Oh, okay. Oh, oh, cool. Um, yeah. I, I feel like some of these things, like they're in, they announce them, and it's just like. It might be a script, or it might be like, like I, I don't know. I felt like they were jumping the gun on some of this stuff, and I'm trying to think of something specific, but like, like they couldn't, they didn't start filming or anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I could see these things just fizzling out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I think the. Yeah, I think Star Girl was my my low light and honestly I'm not really feeling Diary of a Female President either that's something I will not be watching just didn't look that great it was just it was very like vague like the description I, was vague and like, I also think it's not meant for us yeah that's you true know, we're not the demographic like, for that the interest or the questionable thing to me though is that clearly this is not an audience that has a lot of children who are going to be cheering for like a kids show yeah so why present it other than just being like oh and this is a show we're doing too next mm-hmm. like you know you gotta you gotta know your audience and I think if you want to mention that that's a project that you're undertaking yeah do it but don't don't make it like don't make us clap for it because I don't feel like doing that Okay, so let's let's play a game. So we'll talk about, like, highlights now. So let's play a game. Let's say we had access to Disney Plus right now, and you had the next three days of work off. What are the three things that you would be watching, given that everything is available at Inception, which is, or at, 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 launch. It, at its launch, which it's not all, so just pretend everything is. What would you be watching? Um... I'm watching The Mandalorian, definitely. Okay. I am watching The wor- the World According to Jeff Goldblum. Hmm. And I, I was into the What If series. Yeah, I think that's cool, too. I agree. We should mention, that is animated. Yeah. But it's going to be, I don't All, think we said most that. Most of the original voices. Yes. I mean, it, they showed, like, everybody's headshots on there, and, like, it looked... Really awesome. And an honorable mention to Forky asked a question. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. I just yes, don't I know how too. much time that's going to take. Like, I feel like I'll watch all right. of those in, like, an hour and a half and I'll be done. Well, that, too, I was thinking, like, some of these, like, oh, man, I, <laughs> like, all these services, like, when am I going to have time to watch all this stuff? I know. <laughs> like, you almost need to, like, make it, like, a schedule... 
um, like regular network TV. Yeah. Because like they're gonna really, I, I'm assuming a they're just gonna, gonna drop be, right yeah, the, the whole Mandalorian be. series, and it's like, do you just say I'm gonna watch one a week? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I can't limit myself like that. Okay, so Scott, what are your three that you would? I I agree with the Mandalorian. I think that looks really good, and I wanna I wanna see that. I absolutely, if it was out at launch, would watch the untitled Obi-Wan series because I was really jazzed about that. I like your your honorable mention with the what if. I thought that looked like it would be really entertaining, but the Cassian Andor K2 series for me is that that's going to be funny and I think I would enjoy that. I'm interested in the WandaVision series. I feel like that has potential, but I had no idea. Like I can't wrap my mind around exactly what they're going for with it. I got the impression they didn't know. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> like the writer, like yeah. yeah. Which is frightening, I guess. If you bring in these, <laughs> but I like away. Paul Bettany, and I think he's really, I think he's hilarious. He was charismatic. With his dry, oh, he was so good with that dry British humor. Yeah, they, they like you can tell who are the stars when they get up mm-hmm. there because like they had him and Alan Tudyk, and even all the people for the Mandalorian, like. They all knew how to handle these interviews. It was the people who, like, haven't been in an Avengers movie that didn't know, like, freaking Paul Bettany and Lizzie Olsen have been doing press for the Avengers for years, and are, this is, they do this in their sleep, where some of these people came out, and I was like, are they nervous? Like, like, I felt like, I felt like Tony Hale was super nervous, like, he screwed up his lines a lot, and they had, like, a teleprompter. I mean, he's cute, but, you know, whatever. Um, okay. Well, I'm gonna pick three other titles that you guys didn't say. Okay. Um, I, no shame in my game, I am a huge Lizzie McGuire fan. (laughs) I will be watching that show, just like I watched Fuller House. Like, no shame. Uh, I think it looks like it's gonna be... I think it's a smart move on their part. Oh my gosh. There, there is a whole, I don't know, like seven year... Uh, like group of girls that grew up at that time who love Lizzie McGuire and I really think that it's I, I think it's just going to be just so easy watching I love that well and, and the thing too before you go on to your next one mm-hmm. since we're talking about it that is something that is going to be so relatable to like a large swath of those girls who are now yep. women who watched it who mm-hmm. are millennials who can be like oh my god they made a series about that and it carries it on rather than trying to establish a whole new fan base. Yes. She was the original bit smart, OG smart. user. Um, and then, like I said, I'm really into WandaVision. I think that looks interesting. Um, and then I'm really into Noel with Anna Kendrick yeah. and Billy Eichner. And, I'll watch that. Uh, Bill Hader. The, the trailer they showed looked really, really funny. I got like an Elf vibe if Elf went to L.A. Like that's... <laughs> and I like LA more than New York, so I have a feeling I will very much like this. Um, and then honorable mention to Forky and Jeff Goldblum, which I think sound like very similar shows. Forky and Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, don't they? Yeah, it does. Like they're just explaining things and figuring things out. Yeah. Like it's a very similar so, concept. So what what did you get? The, it, it looks like Jeff Goldblum immerses himself into something maybe he doesn't know anything about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the impression I got, yeah. right? And, and the Jeff Goldblum antics ensue. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I mean, that's 
That's literally so the charming. script for the show. What was he wearing, though? Oh, my God. He's, I don't care. He is so charming. I love him. I really do. Um, so, I mean, what... Any, I, I, We really just very briefly touched on a lot of these, but... They're giving the people that were at the D23 Expo this weekend a good deal on Disney+, Plus, and I feel like people were drinking the Kool-Aid. Like, I was reading the room that was really excited, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have the service, so if I could say, like, it's not like you could just use a promo code all the time for something like this, right? <laughs> it's like, so if you could save what it, it they're saying, $23 a year, for, you have to commit to three years and prepay it, but... That's a decent savings. I said this is going to be my souvenir. I wonder if Matt's going to listen to this episode because I was going to be like, by the way, I got this. Kind of surprise him, but he might, <laughs> as our producer, he might already know. <laughs> the thing that I got out of this is that I think Disney is going to be using Disney Plus as almost like a show laboratory. Test. Yeah. And they're going to put out some stuff that some stuff that's going to really make you scratch your head and some stuff that's going to maybe break some boundaries and, and actually push the limits a little bit. But, you know, you're going to have some hits and misses here. And I think you got that impression from things like the WandaVision. You got that from the What If, that they're just going to try try some stuff mm-hmm. and see what sticks and move on if it doesn't. But, like, like you look at something like Noel, like... If that only gets released in the theater, does it get made? I don't know if it does. I don't know. See, I, I think, like, I don't know. Something like that, I would pick that as the thing that if I were Disney and I had all of these titles at my, and we'll say movie titles, because, like, The Mandalorian, you put anything Star Wars in the theater and it would do well. But I think, like, something like Noel would, Noel would do okay in the theater. Okay. Yeah, because a lot of times you have parents taking kids to Christmas movies and you gotta pick something. Yeah. Also, it's the golden age of television. A lot of these are TV shows. So, like, Disney doesn't really have their hand in TV minus the Disney Channel, which is a very limited scope of programming. Like, they're for kids, um, but I, I, I don't know. I, I, that's interesting. And that's a good thing for us, because that means they're gonna make weird stuff that we'll like more than these mainstream things, and... I think that's true. Like, you know, you could fill an entire network with modern family-type shows, and it would probably be successful. But I didn't get the impression that that's what they're doing with Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Like, they're going to... Obviously, they may make some ABC programming available on here eventually, but from what they've shown us so far, they're actually willing to try some stuff that they haven't had before, which yeah. I'm glad about. Yeah, me too. Me too. Any other... Parting thoughts on Disney Plus? You know, my my only parting thought about this, and I mentioned this as we were walking back over, if you're going to invite the actors for the from these shows onto stage, give them an idea of what you're gonna ask them and what they can talk about. Because it's almost it makes you feel uncomfortable for them when they get up there and they're like, Well, I can't tell you anything about what we've been doing or anything about the show, but I'm this person and Hi, yeah. and then they stand up there awkwardly for like two minutes, and yeah. you're like, "Ooh, this is weird." Just give them something to say. If, you know, I, obviously some of them did really well. Alan Tudyk was hilarious. Yeah, Billy Eichner. Billy Eichner great. was great. Yeah, 
even Anna Kendrick and Kristen Bell knew what they were doing. They could talk. Yeah. But, you know, a couple of them, really, it was just bad. And it was uncomfortable for me to watch. Yeah, it did feel uncomfortable. Like, the first, I don't know, like, the first, like, four or five panels, or four or five announcements, I was like, ooh, this feels really uncomfortable. Like, yeah. every single person. And Yvette Nicole Brown knows how to interview people like she knows how to make people feel comfortable so I don't think it was a problem on the hosting side no, I think I it was so I feel like the guests were all a little I don't know Verklempt. yeah a little verklempt so <laughs> alright anything else to say about Disney Plus or day one of the D23 Expo 2019 <laughs> it was busy but it wasn't as busy like walking around I, I agree but, and today was sold out, so, I mean, we figure we were in with the same crowds we're going to see the rest of the weekend, right? Unless they sold less tickets today. I don't think Why so. would they do that? Right. Yeah, no, it was minus the line well, management. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a huge problem, but hopefully they'll get that worked out. And if you're a listener and you were here at D23 and experienced the problem, share your problem with guest relations. As we were talking about this morning... The only way to get that message up the chain to the people who actually make the changes to this event are to voice your concerns with somebody who will actually pass that message along. And that that poor person standing in the room is not going to necessarily pass that message along, whereas a plaid at guest relations will, because yes. they're obligated to. Yes, and that's what we did. We did that, yep. Yeah, um, so we'll see who, if that any any resolution comes about that way. But... Anyway, all right. Well, uh, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. And uh, cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers. Cheers.